Sleepy, yeah, yeah. Bless. Chasing kids around. That'll do it. Uh, my three-year-old is problem-solving with complete sentences, and of course, always a question. Yeah, yep. It happens. Why this? Why yeah. that? Why, Why does this happen? Why does this happen? Why does this happen? Jesus, stop! It's never gonna stop. No. Does it stop? No. No. Okay, so I got a three-year-old. You have a 15-year-old? Yeah, 14. 14-year-old? Yeah. And it's still just, why? Uh, why, why this? Why, why, why this? Why, why this? Yeah. She's uh, getting a little better about it just because now she's gotten to the teenager I don't care stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, she's like, you could walk in and, I mean, something happens. She's like, what happened there? And you're like, I'm not really sure. She's like, all right, cool. And she just kind of like, she doesn't really care anymore. She's <laughs> at that teenage years, which is great. It's no, you cool. don't have to have an explanation on top of an explanation on no. top of another explanation. Oh. You don't. You don't have to. <laughs> Sorry, had to move my mic around. So what's been going on, buddy? Uh, I've been watching way too much TV, I think. Oh. I, I watch TV, but at the same time, I, I read and I, I I get away from the device too. But um, I, I couldn't help myself. I saw the... You've seen, heard of the movie Prey? Yeah. Yeah. Very... They're like... It's very different. Yeah. So like you you watch the old Predator movies and it you know it goes into detail as far as figuring out like what the other person has to do to actually take down a predator. Right. And like it goes into the same it goes into detail like that, like teeing up all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like if you compared the movies side by side, they don't really make sense. But yeah, they're, but their text's different too, so I guess yeah. that kind of helps a little bit. Yeah, I never was a uh, big like. I, I those are my, my, I know, my type of movies. Not a big sci-fi guy. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Just aliens versus Indians. Yeah, like, no, hey, not okay. doing all that. Okay. No, not my thing, man. Not my thing. I uh, I like weird movies. That's what I kind of dig on. If it's a weird, like quirky movie, I like it. That's why I like Elvis so much. But, El- Elvis. Know, yeah, the one that just came out. I haven't seen that. It's very not what you would think it would be, you know, and I liked it. So I um, there's I can't remember what the name of that movie is. I'm getting distracted already, like in the middle of my own sentence. But uh, Modern Family, mm-hmm. that's the guy who plays Elvis. There, there's a teenager. Oh, yeah? Or one of the teenage girls kind of has a bad boy phase, and that guy keeps coming back. Uh. Like he... Gets out of the picture and he comes back to right. the picture, and like it's, it's the guy who plays Elvis, but it's when, him when he's a teenager mm-hmm. and he, and his character is a complete dummy, like an airhead dumb. I'm glad I didn't see that because I would have like messed it up really bad. Yeah, but I, I can't. I pigeonhole people really bad. Like if yeah. I watch movies, I'm a you put them in a box. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, it's pretty rough. I do it all the time. I, I I can't. Once I see it, I can't unsee it. Yeah. Yeah, but, like I watched that movie Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler in it, and all I could see was Happy Gilmore. Like I was just like, "Why is Happy Gilmore like a gambler now? What's just, going on?" You're just waiting for him to make you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. 
Now, it, it's good, though, because I haven't seen the movie, obviously, but the, like if you see the advertisements or like, trailers. I don't know why I call it advertisement. No. But uh, like he's grown into – he's a full-grown man yeah. in Elvis. Yeah. You can tell that. And like in Modern Family, he's still a kid. Yeah. No. It would have been – I haven't seen it, but it's probably going to be – it just takes some adjustment period. <laughs> All right. So we went over this. We went, I think we went over this on the other podcast. But I'm curious to get your answer about this. Okay. I, I'd like to feel it. So, okay. time period, right? Doesn't matter. Okay. You can pick any time period you want. Where do you think you're thriving? Like, what if, if like, if, if they walked up and went, all right, we invented a time machine. Mm-hmm. You can live in any time period you want. Does not matter. Like, we're going to take you back to whatever, you know, whether it be middle, middle, I mean, like, like dark ages, whether it be like, you know, like Braveheart times, whatever that is. Uh, you know, you can go back to the 60s. You can go back to Jesus times. You whatever you pick it, we're gonna put you there, and you're gonna be the. You're gonna. That's where you're gonna live. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you picking? Hmm. Well, see, there's so many different answers to that. Yeah. So, are we talking about like just? You said thrive. So, like, you're. There's, is, there's times that I would enjoy, but then as far as. Like thriving, those are two different things. To this me. is where you're in your element. Like this so, is where, like you're gonna, you got a good shot at being the man here. Okay, you know? so I got two options. Okay, um, so either right after the first depression, like the I say the first depression, right after the depression. So like, so like the like the like the forties, thirties to forties, forties. Yeah, um, but so the time. The, the time travel question. It's like, if me and all my collective knowledge right now, if they'd sit me back right now, and what I know, or, or, like, your age. Like the 90s? Yeah. So you're not going back far. So, one of the two. So, okay. I like the classic American gangster, you know. Yeah, so you're not so, going back far. You're not going back out of this century. No, hell no. Really? I'm surprised at that. So, this is why. Um... So as far as thriving goes, like I, I, I don't like try to be cocky about it, but what I, the principles for making money and keeping money and then investing money, uh-huh. I'm not bad at. Right. I'm not great at it, but I'm I'm definitely above the normal person, and I've done pretty good for myself in great and shitty economies mm-hmm. in my own lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I think like. Having that collective knowledge that I have now, if I went back to the 90s before anybody, before information was easily accessible, I would be first and good at it. So, like, oh, I can wait. make lots of money. So, I missed your, hold on, so I missed your question. I'm yeah. sorry, I missed your question. No, you don't have, you can't take information back with you. No, I'm talking about, like. Oh, okay, I was going to say, you can't take, like, knowing that Apple's going to blow up. Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. not like yeah, that. Yeah, not like okay. that. Okay. Just like I feel like I like yeah okay know, that, knowing okay. kind of like how yeah, a business yeah. runs yeah. and like how a market works a little bit. Like, right. like I said, I'm not a genius by any means, but understanding how those particular problems can be solved right in a good like in a productive way. Right. I really do think that like the 90s, like I said before, everybody and their mother could just Google something. Right. I think I could definitely get ahead. Nice. Yeah. As far as thriving goes. Yeah, that's I, I'm 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 surprised I am surprised by your answer. I uh, but like for the 30s, like 
there's a whole different element. You you get it. You get it because we've had conversations off camera. But like, there's a whole different type of mindset from back then. Yeah. Like everyone depended on everything was a chess match with every person because everyone they may have not been smarter as far as what they could get a hold of. Right. But, but they could. Everybody had a presence, and they every conversation was like a chess match. Right. Or like, um, I mean, that's the best way that I can put it. And that mindset is pretty much gone unless you just talk to, like, the older people right. that are around. And you're right. just like, wow, you're just entertaining to be around. Well, that's before there was entertainment. Right. So you've got these type A's that could literally... As soon as they walk into a room and they start talking and they'll hit you with a one-liner or they'll have a conversation or they'll make, they'll tell a story, but it's, the details are so well and it's captivating and then they can just, you can see how it creates like a draw around because people developed showmanship. Right. It didn't matter what it was that you did, you had to be your own person. Like branding, it is and it isn't easy because the camera turns off now. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's a whole like a whole another world. I bet the 1930s were awesome. Yeah, I can see how they'd be. Uh, they'd be cool. I don't want. I wouldn't want to be back. I wouldn't want to be back there. But I'm t- me and you are the complete opposite because I said I would stay as far away from I could as I could away from like that era, <laughs> or like cowboy days. I would stay as far away from that as I could. But those were the two that I didn't want. But like the one, I, the one I picked was I definitely would go back to like Viking times. Like that would Viking. Be the, th- you yeah. think you would thrive in Viking Absolutely. times? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. That's where I'd want to go. It's like I'd want to go back Viking style. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd yeah, definitely be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'd head though. But why? Uh. So you think you would thrive? I don't know why you think you would thrive. This has got to be good. Uh, I would probably, well, the reason I think I would thrive yeah. is because just what you said, their mindset, my their mindset. Like I should be able, like if you're an idiot, I should be able to kill you. Like yeah. that's how this works. <laughs> like, and you can back then. Who's gonna arrest you? Exactly. You, can you get, just the, have to have the it biggest was, stick. It was the. It was the. Back then, it was it, not even survival of the fittest. It was like survival. Yes, it was survival. And if you didn't, if you if you weren't smart enough. If you weren't brave enough, if you weren't big enough, you were out. Yeah. Like, and now we're not in that anymore. Like oh, now, dude. the dorks are running the playground, you know, and it drives me crazy because I'm just like I don't think that like bullies should win. But we were talking about this on a podcast I was doing before. I don't think bullies should win. I don't think there should be bullies, but you need. You need a little bit of bullying. You have to... So, like, take... Here's, I guess here's the best way to explain it. And this is how we explained it the other night when we were talking about it. So, the kid with the pink and green polka dot hair, he's, it's okay for him to wear that now. Yeah, yeah. And that's half of our problem. Is just everybody can do everything and everybody's got to be okay so with it. So, you're saying nothing... So, things just go and work their way out more and more yeah. and more because nobody puts anybody in check anymore. Is that right. What you're you need to be put in check. Like, so the guy with the green and, and pink polka dot hair, he comes to school and everybody celebrates that now. Where, like, you, before, you'd be like, hey, fuck stick. Sorry, Pam. Get, what are you doing? Hey, like, I had platinum highlights yeah, in, and in that's, junior high. And, and that's okay. Hey, uh, kids are mean. Yes. And if you're not going to be tough enough to just deal with it, yes. then uh, 
you get tough enough from it. Yeah, right? and if you come in wearing a if you come in wearing a tutu and a and, and your hair all jacked up and stuff, hey man, you, I'm not saying everybody has to conform, but yeah. also at the same time, get your life together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, we we've lost that. We've lost that. Like, like, just everybody's got to be okay with everything, and that drives me crazy. So, it drives me nuts. Um, what year were you born? Eighty one. Eighty one. So you are you are a Gen X. Yeah. And I'm a millennial. And I will tell you, me personally, I most of my friends yeah. are your age or older. Right. And I, I mean, outside of maybe two relationships in my entire life, I've ever sustained like some type of friendship, right, with someone my own age for more than like a year. Yeah. And they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> It is, it is. But, but, but like, I, I get it. Like, I, I, we were like that first. Everybody gets a trophy generation. Right. Bullying awareness. Like, yeah. I mean, like I said, but like, we are now the the prime age for the people that should be doing the most in this country. Some of us are, and most of us. Are, I'm a, I just, the mindset's different too. Like, the culture is very different. Um, but in the household I grew up in, hard work was, uh, right. it was glorified. It was glorified. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. even to a point to where hard work almost, like, it doesn't, and I've learned this as an adult, but I, my hard work muscle, it's, it's worked out. I get it. Yeah. I can do it. It's just a part of who I am. But even to the point, it was so, it's glorified even to the point, or at least in my head, or how I perceive it, that. I'm now unlearning that, but hard work almost even beats being just smarter. Right. Like, that's how, like, my mindset is, and now I'm learning, like, well, you can have a good idea <laughs> and not have to work as hard. Right. Like, and then maybe this is coming with age thing, but almost everybody that, I, that I've that i ever crossed paths with is my age, they think they're really smart, but they don't ever put in any work. Right. It's like everybody can set the world on fire, but if you only show up to work three days a week, yeah, uh, work out. you're... I don't care. You're lazy. Like, it's, I don't know. Like yeah. I said, there's a gap. And that's the, like I said, that's just the thing that kills me, man. And the, and I guess the positive thing that I've noticed, especially with my daughter, is you hear all this kids these days, kids these days. But if you actually watch them as a group and, like, you know, my daughter doesn't know I'm watching them where somewhere and her friends are there and stuff, I have seen firsthand that that pendulum is finally starting to swing back the other direction where – they're not as butthurt as the previous. You know what I'm saying? They're they're coming back more to the like. Everything's not a catastrophe, and then yeah, everything's yeah. not. Oh, I got trauma from this. No, you didn't have trauma. It's you just think it's a, you think, shit that happened. You, think you know, age like, thing. I don't know. Or do but, you think it's a like generational swing? Back? Yeah, I think it's just coming back because I think they're looking at the generation before and going, Jesus, like that. It's just like. You know, like it was. You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to apologize. Like, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it, but I think they look at the generation before and just go, "Shit, man! That, like, what are they doing over there?" You know, because it's just like you don't want to do the shit your parents did, right? No. Neither did I. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. like, they're doing the There's same thing. They've got to that point where they're like, "Ugh, like, I don't know if I want to do that." You know, like, so they're a little more they're they're a little more caring than my generation was, <laughs> but they're also 
a little tougher. A little tougher than the generation after me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're getting that toughness is coming back a little bit. Yeah. Where where and I'm not even talking about toughness as much as I am like they can bust each other's balls and, and nobody it, gets their feelings yeah, hurt. You know, you can just bust balls and it's fine. Like it's cool, man. Where the generation before, I feel like you can start busting balls. Next thing you know, there's Every, a protest. Everything's personal. Or somebody's kicking, getting kicked out of school. You know, and you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, everything's personal. Yeah, you can't bust somebody's balls now. Like it's, you know, I know. But no, as far as it, it's, it's a, um, my generation is really. It was a. As I keep getting older, it's a weird. It's the weirdest generation to grow up in. I will tell you that it's been the oddest generation to grow up in because you have my parents who are. The Boomers. last, the last of those old school like war, tough war hero, yeah, vetted group, like, and they're just like this, no emotion, no like, emotion at all. It's growing up with 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 brick walls, you know what I'm saying? And then on the other side of us, oh you got these oh. freaks that are bothered by everything, and so we're just stuck in the middle of them. It's like having two parents that argue all the time. It's that, like, because they're not. The younger group is not arguing with our group. No. They're arguing with our parents. You yeah, know, boomer, so, boomers and <laughs> boomers yeah. and millennials are just like <laughs> So like, we're, why? We're just that lost kid stuck in the middle just going watching. Is everybody okay? Like is what's going on? Like that's why you don't you, you look and there's not a lot of people that have in my age group that have a lot of friends outside of this age group because you're just like Let's just hang here. Like it's crazy over here, and it's crazy over here. Let's it's just like, hang out right it's here. It's like the like, same curve, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, the other y'all one. are extremists, and y'all are extremists. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Yeah, why don't we just meet in the middle, man? Wouldn't that be the better thing to do? Like it's, and he, you know what's funny about that? Old and young both, their minds are made up. Yeah, there's no convince like yeah, and no one even has the ability to sit <laughs> and keep their mouth shut yeah. and listen. Everybody's got to have an opinion. And if they do, they're just waiting to talk. They're not even, they don't even, they don't even want to hear you up. How? There's no such thing as like actually having a debate about something. It's no, they're 100% not moving and they're 100% not moving and they're just getting loud at each other. If you're not with me, you're my enemy. You're like, what? Which is a terrible mindset. That's a terrible mindset. Like, you don't have anybody to talk to because there's not two people that are going to see eye to eye on everything. It's terrible. Anybody no. that I'm telling you right now, there is nothing in my brain that can't be that my mind can't be changed. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying I bust everybody's balls about movies and shit and all that. I do, and that's why. But like, I'm not saying that I can't have a mind changed. Like, that's crazy. You know, like I got my mind changed on anything. Like, yeah. there's nothing I can have my mind changed on. But you listen. But you <laughs> yeah, listen, and yeah. you're like, okay, this is an opinion. This is a fact. I'm gonna, I'm going to. Do some deductive reasoning yeah, and some critical thinking, and here. maybe my opinion might change. Yeah. Like an adult but with completely formed abilities to navigate a conversation yeah. with another adult. Yeah, and that, I think that's what I guess that's where I was going. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to say it. You said it better than I did. You know how to say it, but I think this generation, by, that's like by, like the teenagers now. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the, the freshmen, the sophomores, the high school, I mean, the, the juniors now, I think that's it's headed the other way. Where oh. it's coming more back to, like, the, I can listen to what you're that's saying. That's you know because saying? The, one, the ones in high school now, they're, they're, they're raised by Gen Xers. They're growing they're, up with these wackadoos that are just like, they're like, oh, God. You know, like, 
But yeah, I think it's coming more back to the middle where it's like, hey man, just listen to people. Like don't don't just fly off the handle. Well, let me paint a perfect example for you. So you're a dad, you have a teenager, and then there's my entire generation, which is flooding the workforce right now. I am would like to not identify. Sure. I don't want to pretend, but unfortunately I'm a millennial. But there's a lot of crazy and extreme ideas that come with a lot of the millennial generation. Sure, a lot sure, of new sure. stuff that just yeah. ha- a lot of it, ha- or a lot of it's actually uh, regenerated socialist stuff. Right, that they think. Right. Anyways, besides the point, I'm not going to political, but they're just. You're the parent. It's probably it's my phone. No, it's mine. I see it keeps oh. seeing it go off. I'm like, what the hell? So going? you're the parent right now. You see examples of the workforce pop up on the news, right. this crazy story, or this or that, and the age pops up, and then you turn and you look at your daughter who's sitting there, and you go, you see that? <laughs> Don't do that. That's dumb. This is why. Coming from a Gen X's mouth, talking about a millennial, yeah. to a Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully, like... We're the mistake. Like, or not mistake, but yeah. like, <laughs> we're the bad example that you see on TV now. And I guarantee you, most most things that go down or bad news on the news are someone that's about my age. Yeah, I, and I and what's weird is is I like I've I, the thing that sucks about us raising people is we have a very nonchalant I don't care attitude. You know what I'm saying? So like like your my daughter comes in, she's like so and so did this. I'm like yeah, blood shit off your back. You know like and so <laughs> she just does. But that's also sets a horrible example because we end up in this. We're going to end up in the same position we are before, where you have. It, look at our political system now. You have the one percent over here that's wackadoos. You have the one percent over here that's wackadoos, and then you got the people in the middle who are just like, "What's happening?" Like, but these are the loudest mouthpieces. They're so the ones arguing. <laughs> they're the ones that get the most attention. You know, when in reality, all these problems that we quote unquote have. It's very few people that have these problems. Most like people ride in the middle. Thin slice of that big pie. Yeah, that's that. But that's the, miss it. that's the that's the ones that get the most attention. So I think people are like, we have all these problems. It's like, no, they have all these problems. I gotta go to work. You know, like yeah. they, they have all these problems. I'm busy trying to make a paycheck. You know, like I don't care about whatever the all that shit the is. Average you know? stiff. Yeah, and so unfortunately, I, I think we're raising another group of like what. I don't care. You know, like that kind of thing. Like, uh, huh? I don't care. Like, and that's bad because you do need some people to step up and go, this is crazy. Well, like, what's happening? I mean, not to get into like conspiracy theories or anything, but everything, everything that we have access to is funneled through someone who probably has an ulterior motive. Yeah, has an agenda. So, like, literally, like, we haven't had. So. In my opinion, but we haven't had like unadulterated information in years. Like everything has had somebody else look at it. You've had 20 people decide that this is something that you should or shouldn't watch before you even get access to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That, yeah. But, you know, that's the whole, you know, pre or like spread fear or like. Mm-hmm worry or you know you have someone have a product pop up in front of them in their face their entire lives and when they're 20 and have money in their pocket they're probably gonna buy that product right like it's just it's like i said it's just like it's a big game sure but like yeah i'm gonna get too 
out there with it. <laughs> we got super out there. Uh, That's all right. I probably keep going. Oh, yeah. I keep going on this for a long time. Just because, like I said, I just I feel like a lot of the – I just feel like we got away from too much stuff. Yeah. Like we got, we got, we're too far into the, like, everybody needs to be accepted. It's like, no. Yeah. No, no, wackadoos are wackadoos, and we need to identify wackadoos. You know, but like, they also have their own place in society. They too. do. They have their own place. Oh, it's like, uh, but they need to be in that place. Like, for instance, <laughs> uh, like you know, they talk about like toxic masculinity, yeah. and they, you know that's. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for anything, all mindsets and perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone's about to bust down your door. Yeah. And you, like, get a perfectly good example. Say I was, like, an average millennial guy, and I I made sure that I considered everybody's feelings. I got all my participation trophies. <laughs> you know, I felt pretty good, even though I would work 60 hours a week and make the minimum because I never would venture off and learn anything on my own, and I would just drink the Kool-Aid. Right. And then some guys, like, wow, that guy, he's small, he's weak, he's feeble. He has something that I want, and he decides to kick down my door and say, I've never had a boxing lesson, and I didn't own a gun. And, mm-hmm. I like, all these things that one extreme are, like, you should never hit anybody or right. raise your hand to anyone. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say that I, like, beat on people. Right. But, right. like... I also took up boxing because I felt like maybe I should learn how to throw a punch. Sure. Okay. But, like, my a lot of my generation, they, I mean, they just they completely disown any of that way of thinking. Like, oh, well, the government's always going to be there for me. If yeah. anything goes wrong, I can call the cops. You know, they only have a 20-minute response time out here. Who, can, who knows what could happen in that? Yeah, that. 20 minutes is a long time. Yeah. That's a but long like, time. But, you know, if I was just a... a just a, a feminine guy mm-hmm. who was so worried about what society thought of me that I would change everything about myself, I wouldn't be able to defend anybody that broke into my house because sure. toxic masculinity is a thing. And you I, see, like, there's an extreme for everything. This thing, sure. That's all I'm saying. There's an extreme there's for an everything. There's an extreme for everything. And that that's a, a big thing in my book that, like, what I don't know what's wrong with being a dude all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden being a guy is a bad thing. And I'm like, why is being a guy a bad thing? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Well, I mean, I, I think another, I think another big reason for that is like, like the prime fighting age is like people my age yeah. and like all the way to 18 right now. And I think they're taking, maybe it's just a conspiracy, yeah, but well. you know, if you, Put junk in the food and in the water, and then you teach everybody that violence is bad, and then you take away all their guns and all their abilities to assemble, like yeah. two years ago. Like, we are slowly but surely, little bitty pieces of our freedoms are getting picked away, yeah. and then if they're not getting picked away legally, they're being cultural abnormalities, yeah. so that way... If, like, if law enforcement or, like, the government doesn't get you, then your neighbor will hate you for all the other stuff. Right. And so between those two things, another 15 years from now, who's to say, okay, we have an entire generation of soft people who 
get spoon-fed everything that they believe. Mm-hmm. We have sheep. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why I think, that's just my personal opinion, why I think that culturally, like, mas- like masculine men are, like, they get, uh, I guess, bullied is not the right word, but, you know. Yeah, no, it's the they, exact they get, right they word. judged. Yeah, just it's the exact them, right word. Like, Garrett, I don't, here's a perfectly good example. Yeah. He was born... He's a fucking monster. He if he put his hands around my neck, and he was mad, and, yeah, it's a tough, and, and squeezed. It's a tough spot. I would die. <laughs> yeah, it's a like tough he spot, could. Man. He probably could break my neck yeah. with his hands. Yeah. That like he's just and he's just naturally that way. Yeah. Yeah, and but that's frowned upon now. Not uh, you, nobody needs to have their neck picked up and broke or whatever. I'm not saying that, but a guy like him but, who's naturally that way and But there's a time, him. but that's the thing. There's a time and there's a place where that does you matter. You need that guy. You need that guy. Yeah. And we and we're slowly losing those guys for to to the point where when we need those guys, but they're not there. Yeah. You know? But you need a Garrett every once in a while like Oh shit! Shit's going down. Hey, giant guy! Like this is where you jump in. <laughs> like go crush somebody's skull. Like and they go oh, okay. <laughs> that's when they. That's their thing. You know, yeah. like and like that's slowly going away. And like people like him are looked at as like assholes. And like oh, you know this guy is some kind of you know he, he's he's a bully. You know he's a brute. He's a never He's a bully. You're like Garrett's not a bully. He's just a a man's man. You he know, he's a fucking a, wall that with legs. Yeah, he's a man's <laughs> man. You know, he's a he's a guy that he's a guy. You know, that's that's a that's a man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a man. I know this is weird to me. It yeah. is it's super weird. Like I don't know. Uh there's a lot of things that are like accepted now that I never would expect it to be. Like yeah. and there's a lot of things that are frowned upon now that I never expect to be either. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It We're, is we live in the weirdest of times right now. This is a weird time. But also, I wouldn't want to live any other time. I mean, I say where would we thrive, but I'm saying, like, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's kind of a cool place. We have things that jump to space and back, and you can just look stuff up on your phone. You can order food whenever you want. We have an unlimited supply of that. Yeah. I That's just, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that also makes people soft. It does. It does make people soft. It makes them very soft. Like I and I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not soft, because unless I'm starving to death, I'm not killing anything, man. <laughs> like that's not even in my wheelhouse. Like now, you know, my kiddos starving, yeah, I'll go out and choke out a bunny, I guess. But um, I'm not, you know, I'm just not gonna go do it because I want to, you know. And I have no problem with anybody that does, man. You want to go kill we, a bunny? Go kill a bunny. But me and my wife, uh, we actually used to keep meat rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, I heard rabbit is the. This is a weird thing I heard, and I don't know if it's true, but I heard rabbit is the only meat you could starve on. You can starve to death eating rabbit because it's so lean that you don't. You can actually starve to death eating rabbit. I've, I've heard, I don't know if that's true. I wish I could look it up. Uh, but, it might be wild rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not like oh, no, Peter Cottontail. No, we uh. But, but I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about wild rabbit. Like if you got stuck out on alone style, you know, you were done. Yeah, if, if, you were, if you just had an endless supply of rabbits. Yeah, they, I don't think you make it. I don't think you make it, man. <laughs> that kind of makes sense, though, because, I mean, they just run around. Yeah, about I, three years I, I, and I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. I wish I could look it up. I'm not going to take time to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that's. I heard that somewhere, and I was like, that's crazy. That's nuts. Because the meat's so lean that there's no fats in it. There's no, like, you're just. 
you're you're filling up your belly, but it's going right through. Right. There's nothing sticking. It's kind of like a. What is that? What's that? What's that? A uh, watery hair that you bite into? It's a vegetable. I'm just trying to think of what it's called. Uh, oh, uh, I don't know. You make uh, ants on along with it. Ants on celery. Celery. Oh, okay. Yeah, you <laughs> lose calories eating celery. It's got like <laughs> negative five calories a serving. What the f- hell is an ant on a log? You don't know what an ant on a log is? <laughs> oh, I don't. So you take celery and you chop it up, you know, in little two or three inch uh, uh-huh. sections, and then you fill it with peanut butter. Okay. And then you put raisins in the peanut butter. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, and, an ant on a log. An, an okay, log. I got it. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is an ant on a log? I didn't say analog. I said analog. No, yeah, so I was, I was like, what the hell is an ant on a log? I was like, what the hell is that? Like, I, I had no idea. No, that was a thing. Yeah. That's what it's called. No. That's just a little grade school snack, but that's what it's called. Yeah. Now, uh, when we kept rabbits, well, we would let them, so we would actually, we had them off the ground. They were in pens. And then they could, uh, their whole pregnancy was only like 21 days. So that's where uh, part of that term, breed like rabbits goes. And then so you get like five or six at a time, every, you know, 21 days. And then you wait a couple months and then do it again so you don't like wear out your breeders. But we would generate like probably 10 pounds of rabbit meat a month. Really? Because we had like three or four sets of rabbits and we would breed them and then we... As soon as the babies were born, we would let them live for like six to eight weeks, and that's like kind of the prime time for whenever we did it to slaughter them, because they got most of their growing done, but they're still young enough that the meat's super tender and juicy. Huh. So yeah, we would, oh, so you kill the babies? Yeah. So we would have breeders, <laughs> and then the lead, yeah, and then. And then, like, the litters, we would let them get to, like, where I guess they'd be, like, a teenager. Right. An adolescent. Right. And then we would, yeah, we would slaughter them. Oh. I was... <laughs> can't, can't say kill babies. No, this, is where, <laughs> this is where my brain went. This is where my brain went. I thought you let them get to, like, six or eight weeks old, and then you kill off mom. Like, all right, gotta go. Like, you know, and then those guys take place. <laughs> I, I mean, every once in a while, maybe, but it's actually... Well, I guess the environment wasn't 100% good for us, but, like, um, I don't know, just certain things as far as, like, if, you know, you get a female, you get one female, you just keep her forever, and then, like, you could put a male on her, and then, like, it just wouldn't take. And so, like, eventually you'd rotate the ones out that don't really make litters all that often, or they got a hard time, or, like, they don't make as many as another one, like, all right, well, it's time for you to go, and then we're going to keep this one back and put it in that cage, and then in a couple months, or in a few months, whenever they're, however old they are to get bred, we're going to see if this one does better. Huh. But, yeah. It was uh, was a fun experience. We probably did it for, like, almost, I don't know, probably 10 months. Huh. Yeah, I don't don't know any of that. Yeah. I'm pretty soft when it comes to stuff like that. We've, uh, I mean... My grandfather, he, he slaughtered two, two calves this last year. Nice. He's got like two freezers full, and it's just all cow. Now that I can get behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. That's it, awesome. He like the other day he gave me like a half brisket, a couple steaks. He's like, here, how much do you need? He bought a chest freezer. He opened it up. He's like, how many? 
how many pounds of ground beef do you need? He opens it up, and it's to the top. Oh, it's like, crazy. Like, it is just completely full from bottom to top in, in one-pound bags of That's... hamburger meat. Just, like, the whole chest is full. Completely. That's freaking awesome, though, man. And he's like, hey, they can say what they want, but we will not go hungry. Yeah. <laughs> he's right. That's crazy, man. My parents, they used to buy a... Uh, they didn't buy a... Uh, a whole cow, they would buy a quarter. Was it called a quarter or something? Yeah, you do a hind quarter. A side or hind quarter, quarter is what it was quarter. called. They you would they would get those. So you get like a roast. Yeah, you got a bunch of shit. It would fill up a whole freezer. <laughs> it a bunch of shit. Yeah, it fill up a whole freezer for sure. That's uh, like jerky meat, ground beef. No. Oh god, it and was he, all good. Like I said, he did two coo- two calves. I was like, oh my god, that's a lot of money. Or not a lot of money. That's a lot of cow. Yeah, yeah. Chat. Hell, that hindquarter was a lot, and it's only like just the hindquarter, you know. Like it's also uh, probably a little bit more because they bought it. He took his cows and had them slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, excuse me, I would think so. Something I want to try soon. I want to get into feeder pigs. Like I probably wouldn't do it here on this property, but like the property I'm going, I might do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, yeah. Local uh, trappers, pig hunters, whatever, mm-hmm. they'll come across pigs or they'll trap some. You go buy a feral pig for like 40 bucks and then you feed it out for six to eight months and it gets 150, 200 pounds. I don't know how big or how fast they would grow, but you get it nice and big and then go and slaughter it. Yeah. You just feed it out and slaughter it. I want to do that. That's uh, what um, that's what a lady w- that we work with, uh, yeah. that's what her husband does. Not feral pigs, but he does, uh, what he does is, is, so you you got the the FFA pigs, mm-hmm. you know the show pigs, the show pigs. So the ones that don't make, don't place. Mm-hmm. These kids are just like, the hell am I going to do with a pig? You know. Well, they only make offers on the ones that win. Yeah, exactly. So they, so what he does is he goes in and makes offers on the ones that lose. You know. Mm-hmm. So he just walks in, and goes, "Hey, I'll buy your pig off of you for." Hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks, and then know? he goes and he puts meat yeah. in the fridge. And the kids like, hell yeah, you know, because what are they going to do with the pig, you know? So and then plus you're offering this kid a hundred bucks for something he's going to get rid of anyway. So yeah. he's like, hey, I'll give you hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks for the pig or whatever, seventy five dollars, depending on how big they are. I'll give you that for the pig, and he goes in with a wad of cash, you know, and just peels it off, hands it to him, takes the pig off their hands, and then what he does is he takes orders. So we've done it with him before, yeah. where he takes the pig order, and what he does is takes it back to his place. All those pigs are all jacked up on, like, uh, like hormones and stuff because yeah. they're show pigs. So what he does, is he feeds them out for a few weeks, and apparently, that shit get out of their system. Once their shit turns a certain color, you know, it's that out. that means everything's gone. And as soon as he does that, takes them to the slaughterhouse, and uh, then they send. He's like, "All right, I've done my part. I fed them. I got it all done. They're at the slaughterhouse." Go pick it up when you're ready. Like, they'll yeah. send you a cut sheet. You know, and like, so they send you this cut sheet. You tell them how you want the pig cut up. You yeah. know, like, what you want, what you all that stuff. And then you send it back in. You go pick it up a few weeks later and give him basically his time. You know, he charged you for his time. And the feed. The feed and the pig. Yeah. You know, like, to whatever the pig costs. So it usually winds up costing you 500 bucks, you mm-hmm. know. But you get an entire pig. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. We have a uh, cousin... Or I guess my wife's cousin. She uh, she's actually going to school to be an FFA teacher. Uh-huh. Um, but she was all she did. She showed chickens. She showed pigs. And I remember being on vacation 
one time whenever the whole group was together and I was just eating and I was like, there ain't a lot of fat on this bacon. And she was like, yeah, that was last year's show. Yeah. That is very normal. Yeah. That's what he does. Like I say, he goes in and gets the pigs that don't that don't place. And like these kids, they they have to do something with them. Well, you know what's funny about that? Might as well sell them off. Yeah. Uh, and this, I've got a little, I, I had a horse in this race. Uh, I tried showing a little bit whenever I was in school because I was an FFA. I feel like where it started and where it is now, like, I guess if you're trying to look for it, but most teenagers, I would assume, wouldn't be. They're just participating in something, you know. But I feel like it started as a way to understand what it was like to take care of an animal. It get to a certain point and then, like you selling that animal or like you feeding a family with an animal like Mm -hmm. i mean i get it you know you you want like good muscle tone and you want the right coat and it's got to stand right and all this other stuff but like the amount of money that you make even if you win versus the amount of money that you spent for the papered Mm -hmm. animal the right pen the right feed Mm -hmm. all of the time and exercise to build all the muscle on this thing and, like, every single piece, like, you spent $1,500, and you won, and you made $500. Right. Like, right. I, you know, I'm not a genius in economics, but if that was someone's livelihood, yeah. I would say that that's not going to work out. Yeah. And I just, like, I just never, like, even whenever I was in school, I couldn't wrap my head around that. I was like, why do we spend, like, why don't we just save the money? You know, and, and, what, and put it into FFA. What's crazy is, is the, uh, so the same guy that I was telling you that does this with the pigs. Yeah. That, I mean, him, his wife works there. He doesn't work there, but his wife works there. That's their job. They, they're just a, they're just a, where we work for the insurance. Their yeah. job is showing animals. Yeah. And like, that's all they, they still do it. Like they have show animals and they go show them and make gobs of money you know it's just weird and then what they do is just they you know it, it they they take this champion and then it's a champion so they sell it off you know like you get champion money for that you know like mm-hmm. or and now what they've gotten into is now they've really branched out and now they don't even sell their champion off because used to they, they would just, sell their they champion would off. sell like now it's like sperm. yeah we'll sell the we'll sell the nut but we're not selling the dog we're not selling the the animal but we'll sell the nut you know and so now they've gotten into hey, they, you got they a golden went to, goose. All they went to they went to all the classes and got certified and all that stuff. So now they can uh, extract it and like they know how to keep it where it doesn't. You know, and they know how to ship it and all that stuff. So they're like, yeah. And it's crazy because if they were to sell the animal, I mean, you're talking about it, it's crazy to me what people pay for this kind of stuff because they'll sell that animal. They'll sell that animal for forty, fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, they've sold animals for hundreds of thousands of dollars before, and I'm like, for for what? For a pig? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? Like, what are you doing? How good's the bacon? <laughs> what are we talking about right this now? This bacon needs to be able to, like, pay my taxes for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's going on here? But, no, I get it. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just, that was always so weird to me. But I guess it makes sense, though, as far as, like, keeping the champion. Because you got a golden goose. Hey, here's another golden egg. Hey, here's another golden egg. Hey, here's another golden egg. <laughs> no. I'm just like, hey. We we did everything we needed to do. Now we have something that literally squirts money out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Like they they that's what their whole existence revolves around is showing animals, showing animals. still showing animals at this you know like 
But it's crazy because they're so well known. They're such a well known like when they go into a show barn, like you go into at the county fair and stuff like. When they walk in, Ever, they're celebrities. They're celebrities. Yeah. Like these people walk in and they're like, "Holy shit, that's them!" You know, like that's the ones who have. They, I mean, they're well known. <laughs> they're well known. I'm like, it's it's it, like Joe Joe Rogan walking into a podcast. It, anything. It still boggles my mind that as. That this, there's stuff out there that there are people that are like big into something, and I know nothing about it. Like complete cult-like followings. Yes, and, and you've never even heard. Never of even it. heard of it. And like that's how as big. I mean, as small as this world is, that's still how big this world is. Is you don't know shit. You know, you don't know shit about anything. About like there's there's things out there that you're like that's a thing, and they're like not only is that a thing. But that's how much is rich off of this, and you're like, how? What? How? That's how uh, my one of my buddies is. He was when he got into disc golf. Yeah. So like, you know, it's a plastic disc. You take it, you throw it, and then you try to get it in these chains in this hole, right? You know, it's it's same basic premise as golf. You have drivers, putters, all this other stuff. I'm not getting caught up in those details, but like, they have tours, like the PGA. Yeah. Right. And as we're sitting here learning this new thing that I just want to do because I want to go to the park and just, like, stretch my legs every once in a while, my buddy, who is all or nothing, when yeah, he sure. decides to pick something up, he's like, yeah, so-and-so, yeah, this is the disc that, like, whenever he picked him up at this time, you know, he got sponsored at this time, and then, like, he likes this particular plastic, and then, like, if he throws it this way, it does this, and, like, here on this tour, he does this, and these are the highlights of this meet and then like i'm like you just talked for three hours <laughs> yeah, about this about people yeah. who do this for a living and i have heard of none of none these of people. them i didn't know they existed till today yeah oh you it, it's crazy you say that that i used to work for a lady that her husband or ex-husband it was ex-husband at the time they had gotten divorced but her ex-husband was a professional putt-putt player that's like, a thing like putt-putt yeah and they make Bank, they may. I mean, now you have to be the Floyd Mayweather. You can't be oh, yeah. some jack off that's just putt putting, you know. But yeah, he was like one of the upper echelon like players, and yeah, he made a freaking killing. And he was a putt putt golf player, like a professional putt putt golf player. And I didn't even know it was a thing. And then, it, but it's weird how you never know something's a thing, and then once you know it's a thing, you start seeing it everywhere. You yeah, know? and it was the thing. Like I was like. I've never. I didn't even know that putt putt golf existed, like uh, as a outside professional of, outside sport. of a playland, outside of kitty land. <laughs> you know, I've never. I didn't know it was a sport. And then I'll be damned. I was flipping through ESPN one day. There it is, the putt putt golf championship. And like sat there and watched it, and I was like, there it is. It's, and the guy gets the end, fifty G's. What wins fifty G's for playing putt putt? Shot an 18 or whatever, you know, just hold one every time. You just like, got, you know. It just goes to show you that there is something that you could be a professional at. You just have to find it. Yeah. You got to figure it out. Sure, I guess. Like, I'm sure I'm a natural at something where I'm like, even even though I'm almost 30, I could like I could plug at it for a couple of years and be like the best in the world. Yeah. I just figure out what that thing is that I've never heard of. Zombie killer. That's me. <laughs> you think so? That's when, I, that's when I, I told you. That's when I become the man, the myth, and the legend. You're gonna be like Woody Harrelson on Zombieland. I'm mediocre at everything I've ever done in my life, but I feel like as soon as the zombies get here, that's when you're gonna see 
Michael Jordan is coming to the stage, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's in the form of a 41-year-old fat guy. I'm going to be like, did he grow a foot? Does he have a perfect flat top now? What just happened? He just changed into... Yeah, I'm coming at you. Michael Jordan. I'm coming zombie, at you. Zombie killing. As soon as... As soon as the zombies get here, that's when I. That's when my name goes from no one knows me to I'm gonna be in the. I'm gonna be in the history books. Zombie killer of the week. I'm. It's gonna happen, man. <laughs> I, it's the only thing I could ever think I would actually be good at. But my, my brother's one of those guys that really pisses me off because he's one of those guys that's good at everything. God, you gotta hate I got. I got a. I got a cousin like that. And it makes me mad. Everything he touches turns to gold. Everything he touches. Every single thing. The it makes me so mad. Touch. Yeah. It makes me so mad. He can pick up. I've, I've I've joked about it before. Like he can go out in the backyard and we can set up like a badminton. You know who plays badminton? You know what I'm saying? Nobody, but he'll it, be the best. Exactly. And he can walk out there and go, "What is this?" And the next thing you know, he's like just killing people left and right. And I'm like, "What's going on? How do you, how do you know how to play badminton? It's a little birdie thing. Like how do you know how to do that?" He's like, "I don't know. I just started messing with it." And I'm like, okay, I guess. Makes me so mad. He's one of those guys that pisses me off. I had a, uh, my cousin. He uh, same same concept though. Everything yeah. he touches just turns gold. So uh, two stories. He might uh, he might get on to me for telling one of these, but I don't care. Um, so my I had been in the automotive field for a few years. I had kind of gotten a reputation for like showing up to work and doing my job. Like you would think it would take more to stand out. Yeah. But I'm a millennial, so it really doesn't. Right. <laughs> but. Um, a local guy, he uh, he had a conversation with my grandfather, and he was like, "Hey, uh, you, uh, your grandson, you know, he works on car, or you know, he's in the auto automotive field, yeah, oh yeah, yeah." And they like they talked back and forth or whatever. Well, in some way, somehow, there was a miscommunication where they talked about me when they had the conversation, but my cousin, who was just getting out of high school, was the number that the guy got. Right. And like one of his very first jobs out of school, he is he lands like a two K a week <laughs> in his pocket job. Yeah. And he should have been yours. And he and it was like a month or two later, he goes, Oh, it's an accident. And I was like, What are you talking about? We're sitting there riding in the car together. I'm getting paid pennies. I'm getting paid like a quarter of what he's getting paid yeah. at the time. He's like, Oh yeah, you were the one that's supposed to show up and I'm like, What are you talking about? He's like, Yeah, he thought he thought that uh, you were uh, he thought you were his grandson, or he, he was talking. He thought I was his grandson, but they were talking about you. But I showed up, and he, he kept me around this whole time, and now I have a job. I'm like, what the heck, man? Yeah, could have been you. Yeah, and then another time, he was working for one of our local guys um, who does AC work, and he's like one of the only guys in the area, so he cleans up during the hot months. The guy was tired of the job. He was like, I just want royalties. Royalties. You just you can take over the whole I've been built building this business up for the last twenty something years. You can take over the whole business right now and just give it to you. Mm-hmm. He's eighteen years old. Yeah. And he was like, nah. <laughs> but I'm like, this what? this guy but like everything. Everything. Yeah. He went to school for two years. Makes over six figures now. Yeah. I've, I've said that about my brother, man. He could fall ass backwards into something. And it's not because he's really not because he's lucky. He's just a right time, right place guy. Timing. And not only does he have great timing, 
but he's got that natural ability to be good at stuff. So like, it like it, it's one of those things where like just like that they go walk up and go, well, uh, you know, you're gonna have to work on these cars or whatever. My brother's never touched a car in his life. He'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And they're like, can you work on cars? Absolutely, I can work on cars. And then he goes home and dicks around with the car long enough to go, all right, I can work on one. I can pass. You know, like I can do this. And then he just on the fly. Gets better at things. You know, he's like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing this now, so... Better get good at it. Better get good at it. So then he just gets good at it. And I'm like, what the... F-? Me, I could f- finger fumble fuck around, sorry, Pam, forever and never be good at it. You know, like... Yeah. It's just irritating. It's irritating and cool all at the same time. Because you look at him and you're like, god damn it, dude, that's pretty awesome. But at the same time, fuck off. Sorry, Pam. <laughs> oh. I get it. I really do. I, uh... I'm like that with music. Oh, just like how you can play? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There's never been an instrument that I've ever, like, touched <laughs> that I couldn't play, like, in, like, even the basics in a few hours. There's never been an instrument I've picked up that I could play never. after a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, I remember uh, taking piano lessons whenever I was in, like, I don't know, the middle of high school. And I remember sitting down, and this person's like, I've never really taught before. And then I remember st- I started playing, and she was like, do you know how to read music? I was like, yeah, I, l- I learned how to read music, you know, in school. She was like, cool. And then she was like, so this is this, and this is this. And I was like, okay. And, and so this is how this works? And she's like, yeah. And then after, like, four hours, she was like, you're going to be just fine. You don't need my help anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're good. <laughs> you don't need me anymore. You're good. You understand how it works. You got it. Yeah. I've done that with the guitar, banjo, piano, drums, no. bass guitar. No. I just I like stringed instruments a lot. I played the I played the the French horn whenever I was in school, but I thought that was the lamest instrument that anyone could ever play. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, it's the hardest." I'm like, "I still look like a loser." So, I don't know that I want to be in band anymore. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, we're wrapping this up. Are we? What time is it? 8.40. Is it? Mm-hmm. What time do we start? Uh, Well, 53, 54 minutes ago. 54 minutes ago. Yep. 54 minutes ago. Yeah. So, uh... Did you... Man, okay. I haven't seen you in like three weeks, man. It's over. Yeah, it's over. And uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to find a stupid joke. Guess Colton will get mad if we don't tell a stupid joke. All right. There we go. <laughs> I got one. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready? Hey, everybody listen because yeah, Kenneth is I, the one telling the joke. Yeah, I'm not. I'm telling you right now. This is a one-time thing. Okay. Colton's gonna have to figure it out because it's a one-time thing. All right. <laughs> My grief counselor died. He was so good at his job. I don't even care. <laughs> That's it. Oh my god. I feel like a lamo telling that joke too. By the way. Oh, I love that joke. That was I'm good. out. Later.